0: Well hello adventurers, and welcome to Skyrim Book Club. Today we are proud to present the vocal talents of Sean Rowland. Sean is a musician, voice actor, and host of the Bombshell Brothers YouTube channel. Listeners will be particularly interested to know that he is also the voice talent behind the upcoming re-release of the Skyrim mod, Read Aloud Books. Upon completion, this mod will allow you to pick up any book in Skyrim, and experience a fully voiced, dramatic reading of its contents. Look for it soon at Nexus Mods. We're delighted to have Sean contributing to the show, and we have no doubt that you'll look forward to the high quality and remarkable talent he brings to each of his readings. Until next time, my friends, enjoy the book. To Mid-Year 2920, Balmora, Morrowind. The Imperial Army is gathered to the south, said Cassia. They are two weeks' march from Alduval and Lake Coronati, heavily armored. Vivek nodded. Ald Yuvil and its sister city on the other side of the lake, Ald Malak, were strategically important fortresses. He had been expecting a move against them for some time. His captain pulled down a map of the southwestern Morrowind from the wall and smoothed it out, fighting a gentle summer sea breeze, wafting in from the open window. They were heavily armored, you say? asked the captain. Yes, sir, said Kassir. They were camped out near Bethel Grey in the Heartland, and I saw nothing but ebony, dwarven, and daedric armor, fine weaponry, and siege equipment. How about spellcasters and boats? asked Vivek. A horde of battle mages, replied Kassir. But no boats. As heavily armored as they are, it will take them at least two weeks, like you said, to get from Bethelgray to Lake Coronati. Vivek studied the map carefully. They'd be dragged down in the bogs if they then tried to circle around to Aldmarak from the north, so they must be planning to cross the straits here, and take Ald Euvil. Then they'd proceed around the lake to the east and take Aldmarak from the south. They'll be vulnerable along the straits, said the captain. "'provided we strike when they are more than halfway across "'and can't retreat back to the Heartland. "'Your intelligence has once again served us well,' said Vivek, smiling to Kassir. "'We will beat back the Imperial aggressors yet again.'" Three Mid-Year, 2920, Bethel Grey, Cyrodiil "'Will you be returning back this way after your victory?' asked Lord Bethel. "'Prince Julek barely paid the man any attention. "'He was focused on the army packing its camp. It was a cool morning in the forest, but there were no clouds. All the markings of a hot afternoon march, particularly in such heavy armour. If we return shortly, it will be because of defeat, said the prince. He could see down the meadow, the potentate Vesidu Shy paying his lordship's steward for the use of the village's food, wine, and horse. An army was an expensive thing for certes. My prince, said Lord Bethel with concern, is your army beginning a march due east? That will just lead you to the shores of Lake Coronati. You'll want to go south to get to the straits. You just make certain your merchants get their share of our gold, said the prince with a grin. Let me worry about my army's direction. A sixteen, mid-year, twenty-nine-twenty, Lake Coronati, Morrowind. Vivek stares across the blue expanse of the lake, seeing his reflection and the reflection of his army in the cool blue waters. What he did not see was the Imperial Army's reflection. They must have reached the straits by now, barring any mishaps in the forest. Tall, feather-thin lake trees blocked much of his view of the straits, but an army, particularly one clan in slow-moving heavy armour, could not move invisibly, silently. Let me see the map again, he called to his captain. Is there no other way they could approach? We have sentries posted in the swamps to the north in case they're fool enough to go there and be bogged under, said the captain. We would at least hear about it, but there is no other way across the lake except through the straits. Vivek looked down again at his reflection, which seemed to be distorting his image, mocking him. Then he looked back up on the map. "'Spy,' said Vivek, calling Cassia over. "'When you said the army had a horde of battle mages, what made you so certain they were battle mages?' "'They were wearing grey robes with mystical insignia on them,' explained Cassia. "'I figured they were mages, and why else would such a vast number travel with an army? They couldn't have all been healers.' "'You fool!' roared Vivek. "'They're mystic schooled in the art of alteration. They've cast a spell of water-breathing on the entire army!' Vivek ran to a new vantage point where he could see the north. Across the lake, though it was but a small shadow on the horizon, they could see gouts of flame from the assault on Aldmarak. Vivek bellowed with fury, and his captain got to work, at once redirecting the army to circle the lake and defend the castle. Return to Dwinin, said Vivek flatly to Cassia, before he rode off to join the battle. Your services are no longer needed, nor wanted. It was already too late when the Morrowind army neared Aldmarak. It had been taken by the Imperial Army. Nineteen mid-year, twenty-nine-twenty, the Imperial City, Cyrodiil. The potentate arrived in the Imperial City amid a great fanfare, the streets lined with men and women cheering him as the symbol of the taking of Aldmerak. Truth be told, a greater number would have turned out had the prince returned, and the Vesidu Shai knew it. Still, it pleased him to no end. Never before had citizens of Tamriel cheered at the arrival of an archiviri into their lands. The Emperor the III greeted him with a warm embrace, and then tore into the letter he had brought from the prince. I don't understand, he said at last, still joyous but equally confused. You went under the lake? Aldmaric is a very well-fortified fortress, explained the potentate. As I might add, the army of Morwind has rediscovered, now that they are on the outside. To take it, we had to attack by surprise, and with our soldiery, in the sturdiest of armor. By casting the spell that allowed us to breathe underwater, we were able to travel faster than Vivek would have guessed, the weight of the armor made less by the aquatic surroundings, and the attack from the water-bound west side of the fortress, where their defenses were at their weakest. Brilliant, the Emperor crowed. You are a wondrous tactician, Vestidushai. If your fathers had been as good at this as you are, Tamriel would be our Kaviri domain. The potentate had not planned to take credit for Prince Julek's design, but on the emperor's reference to his people's fiasco of an invasion two hundred and sixteen years ago, he made up his mind. He smiled modestly and soaked up the praise. Twenty-one, Midyear Twenty-nine, twenty. Aldmarok Morwind. Severin Chorak slithered to the wall and watched through the arrow slit the Morwind army retreating back to the forest land between the swamps and the castle grounds. It seemed like the ideal opportunity to strike. Perhaps the forest could be burnt down and the army within them. Perhaps with Vivek in their enemy's hands the army would allow them possession of Aldiuvil as well. He suggested these ideas to the prince. What you seem to be forgetting, laughed Prince Juilec, is that I gave my word that no harm to the army or to their commanders during the truce negotiations. Do you not have honour during warfare on Arkavir? My prince, I was born here in Tamriel. I have never been to my people's home, replied the snake man. But even so, "'Your ways are strange to me. "'You expected no quarter, and I gave you none "'when we fought in the Imperial Arena five months ago.' "'That was a game,' replied the prince, "'before nodding to his steward to let the Dunmer battle chief in. "'Julek had never seen Vivek before, "'but he had heard he was a living god. "'What came before him was but a man. "'A powerfully built man, handsome, with an intelligent face. "'But a man, nonetheless. "'The prince was pleased. "'A man he could speak with, but not a god.' "'Greetings, my worthy adversary,' said Vivek. "'We seem to be at an impasse.' "'Not necessarily,' said the prince. "'You don't want to give us Morrowind, and I can't fault you for that, "'but I must have your coastline to protect the Empire from overseas aggressions, "'and certain key strategic border castles such as this one, "'as well as Aldumbil, al Aldambasi, and Telmothribra.' "'And in return?' asked Vivek. "'In return!' laughed Severin Chorak. You forget we are the victors here. Not you. In return, said Prince Trilak carefully, there will be no Imperial attacks on Morrowind, unless in return to an attack by you. You will be protected from invaders by the Imperial Navy, and your land may expand by taking certain estates in Black Marsh, whichever you choose, provided that they are not needed by the Empire. A reasonable offer, said Vivek after a pause. You must forgive me, I am unused to Cyrodiils who offer something in return for what they take. May I have a few days to decide? We will meet again in a week's time, said the prince, smiling. In the meantime, if your army provokes no attacks on mine, we are at peace. Vivek left the prince's chamber, feeling that Almalexia was right. The war was at an end. This prince would make an excellent emperor. The year is continued in sun's height.